0: What is up, shippers?
1: Welcome to the 500 Days of Summer. Do we ship Tom and Summer? Listen to find out.
0: Hey, all, I'm Steph.
1: And I'm Devin.
0: And welcome to one of our first episodes of the Summer of 2022. 500 Days of Summer. This movie is so perfectly early 2000s, and watching it again really gave me insight into a new perspective on it. Last time I watched this movie, I was a teenager, and I really couldn't stand Summer. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, And watching the movie recently, I actually gained some new perspective, so I'm excited to chat about that and see, Devin, where you fall on the whole issue, This
1: should be interesting. Yep. Um, But, yes, before we get started, we need to do a spoiler alert.
0: Spoilers. If you've not seen 500 Days of Summer, be warned. We're going to go into all the plot details. You and guys know this. Yeah, big shock. Um, But, yeah, so before we get to talking, I actually forgot to add this again. Devin? Oh, yeah. What are you thankful for this week?
1: Ooh uh usually i have some time to prepare today i know Hmm. what am i thankful for it should just be very simple but i always overthink things Uh, um i'm thankful for blue skies and sunny days because that's hopefully what we're going to be getting for a while fingers crossed that is
0: beautiful That is really beautiful. And I am thankful for these felt tip pens.
1: Felt tip pens. (laughs) Very nice. I just,
0: here's the thing, okay? I'm really not an organized person at all. And so making like my- Like at all people- Oh, like it all, Devin knows. <laughs> so making my agenda all color coded. No,
1: she's very good. She's very organized.
0: Oh my goodness, thank you, Devin. He's super, lying,
1: but too. she's she's very nice.
0: Not super, but so these felt tip pens have made my life a lot felt-tip better. And this tip one's pens, orange. Everybody,
1: go get some
0: go get yourself sponsored
1: by we it ship it but not really yeah we <laughs> ship it
0: podcast these are good old paper mates so go ahead there's your advertisement your free advertising for the day <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's what we're thankful for um now let's talk about summer and since devin was thankful for bright skies and sunny weather i mean what better what uh, better, way what to better start thing it. to talk about so 500 Days of Summer. Surprisingly simple plot, now that I'm looking back at it, but there's a lot of back and forth here. Yes. So it feels very cyclical. Um, but, so Tom works for a greeting card company, uh, and he is looking for love. He, he's an architect at heart, but he spent a lot of time designing greeting cards. One day, he sees Summer, who is Zoe Deschanel, for the first time on her first day as secretary in his office. And he falls in love immediately, Hmm. stares at her, knows
1: that he's obsessed. (laughs)
0: Which we know how this goes, people. Um, But so later that night, they are out at a bar, I think for some work event or just as friends or whatever. And he asks her, you know, when they're out, if she believes in true love in love itself and she says no that true love is a fairy tale we, we learn that both of them have divorced parents um, so this is where that perspective kind of comes from mm-hmm. and he asks uh, so when he asks her this she asks him back and he gives this defense of love that is so beautiful he's like yes it exists I'm trying to find it yada yada whatever so Summer in that moment tells him that she doesn't want anything serious um, but they kind of start dating and tom falls hard for the girl as they continue <laughs> dating he falls hard how can and you not little, for
1: zoe now.
0: i know and there are these little signs throughout that like she's not the happiest or she's unsure but he just doesn't notice every time he just pushes it out of his head um eventually though summer calls it off and we see tom spiral into a depression and summer moves away um after a couple of months i think they see each other at a wedding and they have a great time and tom overthinking things like he does um gets so excited and she invites him over to her house for a celebration thinking oh he's ready to be friends so he actually assumes that they are in love again and he shows up to the party and realizes she's engaged which she should have made clear to him, but we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that. And he assumes that they're, oh no, that's back to this thing. So he runs away from this party, he's all upset, he spirals again, and then he decides, finally, I'm done with this schlump, I am going to pick (laughs) myself back up, and I am going to get a job in architecture. So we see him on this, like, rebuilding his life path, and in the end, um, we see him sitting on the bench that they kind of shared together. And Summer finds him and tells him, you know, Tom, you were right about love, even though he's kind of like, I hate love. He (laughs) like you were right about love, but you weren't right about me. And so we see him go from there to his final job interview, where he meets Autumn, (laughs) who I assume, we are meant to assume, is his next love interview.
1: I would love to see 500 Days of Autumn.
0: I know, I need to see, but then that would mean that there was only 500 days. Okay, there, so that would be upset. The,
1: the eternity of autumn.
0: <laughs> we could say 500 plus days of autumn. Uh, but anyway. that'd be a good one. It would. plus days and like they could make the plus really small so you don't see it and then Mm -hmm. at the end yeah yeah Um, okay but anyway let's talk about Summer and Tom Yeah, because even though they don't end up together in the end I think there's still a lot to talk about when it comes to their relationship
1: I Um, love that the narrator starts off the movie by saying this is not a love story
0: (laughs) he's warning you (laughs) he tells us straight up
1: this is not a love story he is warning you
0: so, let's dive right in. Oh, also, before we get started, I love the soundtrack of this movie. Just talking on the movie soundtrack? in general, hmm. love the soundtrack. The I Smiths, you got Vagabond on there, you got Sweet Disposition. It's <laughs> very, tr- like, 2000s alternative, That's and true. I love it.
1: I love it, I love it. <laughs> I was like, the soundtrack, really? I don't really remember it all I mean, that much. But then when you like started, a, like, listing off stuff, I was like, like, oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, Okay.
0: It's not like a musical, but the music that is in the background is right. just freaking fabulous. So, it's iconic anyway. for the time. Definitely. So let's let's talk about Tom and Summer. Yes. Um, so is it true that you will never truly be happy until you find the one?
1: Um, This one might come as a surprise due to the content of our podcast, but I'm going to have to say that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Um. True happiness doesn't have to be through love. There's more to life than finding, quote, um, the one, right? Um, It's all about finding joy in the everyday. Mm -hmm. What brings you joy? What gets you moving? Some days it's, for me, some days it's my students. um, Some days it's what I'm teaching. Um, Right now we're in the midst of Romeo and Juliet again. I know we... You obviously hear that a lot on this podcast because that's what I teach. Heyo. Yes, Um, But Romeo and Juliet, um, I love teaching it. And the kids get so involved with it. And they're like, why are we reading this? Why? It's so stupid, so old. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys enjoy it. So deal with it. Yeah, we (laughs) got to talk about it. But some days, uh, it's just knowing that the weekend is just around the corner. Like, it's a small thing. And happiness can be found everywhere. You just have to open your eyes to it and recognize that Although you might be surrounded in the gloom and uh, darkness of the world in the day, like there are bright moments and you have to take a moment to recognize them and find what truly makes you happy. It doesn't have to be through love.
0: Yeah, I actually I think that's great. I think ultimately, no, you. You're ha- you can be happy without finding quote-unquote the one. I-, I do think being happy has to do with love, but I don't think it has to do with romantic love necessarily. Right. Like agree. I think it's the other relationships that we have in our life. Um, you can't necessarily pinpoint any one. that is like your final end goal all the time. I don't mm-hmm. think that that's a good way to live your life because you just never know what's going to happen. Um, and I think we see that with Tom. He learns that here. He learns that um acting in that way like nothing matters until he finds the person that is the one it kind of shows him you know holding back from pursuing his career goals because he's just looking for that and um you know latching to the first good thing that he finds it's 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 it can be a misdirected arrow to set up um for yourself a misdirected path to set up for yourself And ultimately, yeah, you're right. We find happiness every day. I do think, like, the ultimate happiness of our Mm -hmm. lives does come from the community we give ourselves and the love that we allow ourselves to receive. um, But it doesn't necessarily have to come from, you know, a romantic love.
1: Right. I'd agree with that. It does stem from some type of love, but it doesn't have to derive strictly from romantic love.
0: Right. Yeah, I'd agree. No. Yaman.
1: Yeah, Yaman. Yeah, Moving on. Um, how do you feel about the jump in the timeline with this one?
0: <laughs> I actually really like it. Do I you? think I do. I think like it's just a really unique movie because of the way that we're presented the information. Mm-hmm. And what I think it also allows us to do is experience it as if we're we're Tom. Because we are getting the memories as he's thinking of them looking back. We're getting You know, the memory of him being so upset and talking to his sister and, oh, I thought she loved me. And then slowly at the end, it's revealed to us, maybe she wasn't so in love with me. Maybe I made that up in my head. And I think it's the flashback method of it really... um, puts us in his perspective, in his shoes. And that's why I think as a young person, I didn't like Summer so much because I felt so bad for Tom. I was like, oh my gosh. But we have to realize that we get the story from his perspective pretty much we entirely. We do. Pretty much entirely. And I know don't, like a lot of people are going to be sad. This. No, a lot of people are going to be sad that I say this, but I had two completely different perspectives of this movie depending on the point in my life that I was in. And So I love when his sister was like, think back. Was it always so happy? And he's thinking back and he's remembering things that she said and did that maybe didn't seem like she was fully on the same page that he refused to pick up on. Um, So all that being said, I think the timeline helped me realize this is how Tom was seeing things. And I think it's interesting.
1: No, I do like that. I'm not... I'm not partial to it, but I do think mm. it is a unique take. Um, yeah. there are times where I find it annoying and I'm like, wait yeah." sometimes <laughs> it is
0: annoying to try and figure out where you're at.
1: Yeah. I'm like, where are we? I, I felt like there were times where I needed to have like a physical timeline in front of me that I could be like marking up as we're going through the movie to like, see like where certain things are happening and how everything is developing. Um, it does get a little confusing at times, but I think it is very unique. um, to be not wholly cohesive, but to be jumping at different times and going in the future and coming back and not even just like back to the present, but even back even further. Like it's just a whole lot of jumping. And in a way I like the movement throughout and seeing how the relationship changes through the various seasons of its growth. Um, I think it's interesting to see, Foreshadowing, and then to see how that appears in real life in the future. Um, so it is a very unique, and that's you, we both use that term, unique take. Um, it is for this. I film. think the
0: movie's just really good.
1: Just but don't really try and well. persuade me otherwise. I have feelings.
0: Devin has feelings too. <laughs> She's totally
1: going to persuade me otherwise.
0: I'm, I'm going for it, Devin. I'm <sighs> going for it. Okay, so next question as we seek to change Devin's mind. Uh, <laughs> Summer, <laughs> believes, Summer believes relationships should be casual because they're too messy and feelings get hurt. What are your thoughts here? Does she have a point? Is it valid for her not to partake in a relationship?
1: I don't know how I feel about casual relationships. To me, they just feel like an easy out maybe i'm i just have a traditional brain but casual relationships don't compute with my brain <laughs> uh, seeing more than one person at a time also doesn't make sense to me if you can't commit fine then don't commit but yep. then what are you in the relationship for like what's your goal here um does and so the second question is, does she make a point about relationships being messy? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the point there. They're meant to be they're, they're relationships. They're meant to be messy. You have two yep. people lives trying to meld as one and uh, it can't always be met. And that's what commitment is. It's being committed to the mess. So being afraid of the mess or being not going to get into a relationship because of the mess, that just defeats the purpose of commitment. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know I, I have mixed feelings about casual relationships um, I think that it depends on the stage of your life That you're in like, And what you want Because That's ultimately fair. Ultimately when you're younger You have a little bit more time To just sort of try things on I think as long as you're completely open And un- upfront with someone That it's not what you want yet I think it's necessary not to jump I right into I think it depends into- on what
1: stage of the relationship you're in yeah. Because if you're at the beginning, then a casual thing is fine because you're just like, let's just go on a few dates, see how it goes first. But
0: yeah, I to mean, say that
1: their I, whole relationship in its entirety is casual. is casual, that just doesn't make sense to me.
0: I know, but she was very clear about it. That's my problem is like, like, it just depends on what you're looking for, ultimately. Like, and she was very clear that she wasn't looking for it. And she's a very like... Afraid of commitment type character. So mm-hmm. as we see her trying on different shoes, um, because she doesn't want to hurt someone, she just tries to be honest with them, but give herself. It's difficult because she gives herself only halfway, you know, and that. That makes it difficult for him because he's all in and she's only half in. Right. But ultimately, whose fault is that? I don't know. I think that he just takes what she's saying and he doesn't believe her. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. It'll be casual. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> and then he realizes, oh, my gosh. Um,
1: how so is it valid for avoid her not to the, partake? How can you avoid the persuasion and the um, cuteness of joseph gordon levitt
0: <laughs> i know he's so, <laughs> he's so cute. suave. i love him but the thing is like i think he was overwhelmed by his own emotions um right the thing is like was it fair of her in the end i think she took it a little far like i think that she was doing things that would indicate she was into him um she could have communicated herself a little bit better but i think <laughs> he did overread. um or, or maybe even just ignore the fact that she asked for it to be casual. That's fair. In the end. Um, I think he was invalid. expecting
1: it to develop and then when it didn't, he was like, okay. "This okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he just spiraled. <laughs> and that's why we see that fight with them. And so after he was like, we are in a relationship, dang it, and then she shows up later, she shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Okay, like once he made it clear that that's what he wanted, right. she should have stepped off Or she should have communicated to him her feelings um, before ever, you know, hopping back in bed with him. Um, But that's my thing. I don't want to say, like, casual relationships, good, bad, the other thing. Mm -hmm. I think in general, as long as you're clear, you have to just be really careful with someone's emotions. Um,
1: Fair enough. (laughs) Hee (laughs) hee. Hee hee. All right, next. Summer believes love to be a fantasy, while Tom finds that you'll, quote, know when you feel it is there some fantastical nature to love and is it something that you can't always see, but just feel?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, ultimately, Oh yeah. Summer is not right (laughs) in this moment. Summer is not right in this moment, but Tom is right and doesn't know why. That's the Mm. funny part of it. Like Summer ends up learning that he's right about, you know, this fantastical nature to love, true love. You can't see it, but you'll know when you feel it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Summer ends up being converted to that perspective through her real-life experience with whoever it is she's with. I like that they don't show us who she's with because it doesn't give me a chance to hate him. That is what I think is a really good move on their part. Um, In
1: writing-wise.
0: Exactly. Tom is really doughy-eyed when he makes this statement, and I think he's young and naive before his heart actually does get broken. So I don't think he knows what he's talking about, but he's right. He's correct in it. Yes, um,
1: I do agree. Tom is naive.
0: He is. He's, then, he's
1: very innocent.
0: But then it's Summer breaking his heart that gives him a better perspective on what love actually mm-hmm. is and realizing that ain't it. Just, you know, oh, right. what is it his friend says? Just having some interests in common. That doesn't make love. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> but.
1: Um, but for me, yes. Straight up. Um, there is something magical to love. And we've kind of addressed this before in some format prior on the podcast, but I think it is important to extend the conversation and that sometimes love is magical and love just clicks. Yep. There's no rhyme or reason. It could just be the month, the day, the moment in time, but something clicks. Um, and yeah, love is more than just physical. It's something that you just... No, um Mm -hmm. are there instances where confusion makes its way into that absolutely that you're confused and you don't know what choices should be made in that sort but ultimately um i think you're right in that he was naive at the start of the film Mm -hmm. um he's very Open And when he spots um, Summer, his eyes just get glued on her and there's nobody else in the world. There's nobody else in the room kind of thing. It's almost like that Romeo sees Juliet and uh, everyone else is a crow, but Juliet's a dove. And um, while that's beautiful and great, you're not necessarily... um, being realistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I, again, I will state that there is something fantastical and magical about love, and that it is not always just something that needs to be felt. It can be, um, like physically felt. It can be something that you can feel emotionally, socially, um, in those realms as well. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Next question, how does their relationship help each other grow?
1: Ooh, this is a big one.
0: Big one indeed. That's
1: a big one. Um so for Tom, like I said, we were already talking about this, he grows in his view of love from a more naive to a more realistic view. Um course he has to get crushed in the process but that's how it works. <laughs>
0: yep. That be the way.
1: Um, but also just his drive in general, he needs to reevaluate what he wants in life and it's not always going to be love. Like love doesn't always have to be the first thing that um will bring you happiness. Um he needs to he worked so hard for this degree and he got it. And then he kind of just sits on it. He doesn't do anything with it. He goes to the, um, he works at the um, card place and he makes um, greeting cards and sort, and he's not using his skills and his gifts um, in a positive way to help people. Um, So with summer out of the picture, Um, he needs a new drive and that is returning to architecture and returning to that realm of his life that he once knew. Um, so I think throughout their relationship, summer's always pushing him and making comments and telling me like, explain this to me, show me this because she is interested. Uh, I love the scene where they're sitting on the park bench and he takes out a marker and draws on her arm. Um, because it's just a touching moment between the two and they're both showing each other um about love but also about passion um and what makes you passionate and for tom it's his passion for architecture and buildings and nature um on the flip side for summer Um, I think Tom helps her find what she is looking for when it comes to love. Um, She's always hesitant and um, not always physically there. Um, She's cautious and she's fearful of making the wrong choice or being stuck in the wrong relationship. Um, But he gives her faith and he gives her hope and that is essentially what gets her to that moment where he, mm-hmm. she does meet her person and she does yeah. commit to him and she does um, just fall helplessly in love with this person. I do agree that you're right, that it's a good thing that we don't meet the guy because we might we'd either... Be we'd be sad. We'd be or judging we'd, him. We'd be judging him or maybe we'd be judging Tom more.
0: Yeah, maybe. I think... Um, She teaches – or he teaches her that he needs to – no. He teaches her that she needs to better communicate. (laughs) And she also – he also teaches her um, what she's not looking for. And that's a really sad thing um, to say. But just the fact that they have connections and things that they share doesn't mean that they necessarily have love. Um, And she teaches him how to, one, have fun. And she also teaches him how to – Fully invest in a relationship. I think even though that she, even though she's not committed to him, she has she brings him on all of these experiences and shares all these things with him, and I think that she just opens him up to a whole new world of experiences. Whereas he sat there at this job, he didn't even really want, not doing things he even really wanted to do because he right. just didn't think there was anything bigger for him. And right. she taught him, no, there is bigger things out there for you because you want to be an architect and you desire all these things. You just got to go out and get them. She taught him how to have fun with it. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. Ultimately, I don't really think... I don't really think they were a great match. I know I'm saying this too early. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, ultimately, like I think that they taught each other things that friends would teach each other. Right.
1: Um, right. So...
0: That's where I'm at with that. but Fair. Okay, so how about that punch? Hmm? Should Tom have punched the guy, and does Summer warrant being mad?
1: So this is the punch of the bar scene. Yep. Um When they're just out, and they're together but not together because they're in this casual fling, and this dude is hitting on Summer, and Summer's like, nah, I'm okay. Thanks, thank you for the offer, but I don't need you to buy me a drink. I don't, I don't want to go with you. Um, I'm actually with this guy, um, and th- that's the point where the guy won't stop. So Tom goes up and punches him. And I don't know how I feel about this. I like the chivalry. I think it's important to see him sticking up for her but you also have to realize that she had it taken care of. Yep. That she didn't necessarily need Tom to step in. Right. Um, That's what I those are my thoughts about it. What do you think?
0: I had a hard time with this moment because I don't think that he was even necessarily out of line. The guy was such a jerk. Like I I kind of think Tom was just doing what he thought he needed to do. I get that she had it handled, but she also kind of didn't. <laughs> the guy <laughs> wouldn't leave, correct? So, like, I I sort of sat there and I was like, maybe Tom should have. I, I didn't like how Tom wasn't speaking. Like that was the issue with that I had. It was just he should have stood up and been like, "Yo, back up." Mm-hmm. He didn't really do that. He just kind of sta- He sat there with his head down, ignoring it, like a. Like, I'm not going to say the word, like a wimp. Um, and then, all of a sudden, he punches the dude. It would have been different, I think, if he had, like, a... Like, if he had the buildup of being, like, right. get away from my girl. I think that she was just shocked Because he it. just
1: escalated the situation right away. He just went for the punch instead of, like, trying to talk the guy down. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And but it's does tough.
0: I think her reaction was an overreaction. Because oh, I agree I too. I think jerk.
1: I don't think it warranted her being that dramatic and that mad. Right. Um, Grant, like it does show that he was stepping on her individuality, but like by like I not don't being really to, think he but, was.
0: I think when you're but she she ultimately doesn't see it as a relationship. That's the problem. But when you're in a relationship, if someone's bothering your girlfriend or your boyfriend, go up to them. And, you know, tell them to stop. Right. That's why I I think he just handled it really awkwardly. Um, and so I think Tom that's...
1: Tom handling things awkwardly. I know. No. It,
0: it ultimately forced their hand. Um, it ultimately forced their hand to have to have the conversation of what their relationship was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is a hard conversation to have. But it was necessary.
1: Oh, it was totally necessary. Because that's when they get into the fight and he's like, no, we are in it for... For me, we are in a relationship and I have a say in this and you can't just make decisions and not include me in things. Um, right. So you think one thing, I think one thing, so what are we going to do about this? And I like that this moment led them to that discussion.
0: I know. The moment was awkward in itself, though.
1: I'm not going
0: <laughs> <It> to lie. It <laughs> was. Okay, so moving no. on to the... Oh, no, you have more thoughts? I think I'm
1: thoughts? reading... Am I Odds and song?
0: evens, remember?
1: Yeah, but you read the last one. Did I? You definitely did. I think you jumped on me.
0: Oh, I did. I jumped on you. Then, yeah, you can go ahead and read it.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, In Tom's Workday Awakening, one would say, he says, quote, it's these cards and the movies and the pop songs. They're to blame for all the lies and the heartache, everything. People should be able to say how they feel. So what are your thoughts here? Does the media influence our view of love? Do we always say what we mean to say through a card, movie, or song?
0: They do influence it. Mm
1: -hmm. Things like
0: Valentine's Day, (laughs) Hallmark stores, all of these things. Disney movies, they give you an unrealistic opinion of what love is like, what marriage really means, what true love is, how you get it. I mean, someone might watch a Disney movie and say, oh, the biggest value that I can bring to the table is being thin and pretty. And that's great. And that's the relationship I want to be in. And that's just not how love works. It's it's not always about, you know, your looks. It's not always about the prince charming right. on the horse. It's not always about a greeting card that says... Oh, rah rah poopery! Here's your here's your loving message.
1: I, I think, want a message that says
0: <laughs> rah rah. Here's your poopery. But I ultimately think we see we see what happens with all of this, um, like manifest in Tom because he mm-hmm. cannot communicate himself right. um, on this movie. Like in this movie, he throughout the entire time he's just like. He basically is treating their relationship as if it's from one of these movies or songs or cards. Um, ultimately, is it all to blame, No, though? No. I think I think people have to take ownership in their own relationships and oh, their own agreed. lives, too. Um, we're not just going to say, oh, it's the media's fault that I have a misunderstanding of what relationships really are. Right. Do the research. Have relationships. Figure it out. It's but your fault you at have at a end misunderstanding. Day, yeah. But at the end of the day, I do think it leads to a lot of negative... Experiences for people because they expect too much or too little or the wrong thing. Um, but what do you think, Devin?
1: No, I'd agree. I think the media plays a huge role in any view, but also love, right? Um, we have love songs, we have um, romantic movies, romantic comedies, um, and then just the the cards themselves, you're using somebody else's words to express yourself. Yeah. If you sing a song, sure, it might, you might feel connected to that song and it might mean something to you because I love music. I am a huge music component, but in the same way, those aren't my words. Mm-hmm. I didn't write them. And I feel at times that I don't know how to fully express myself because I just like to use other people's words, um, to, to do my expressing. Um, and the cards, sometimes I will just, um, buy a blank one because I would want to fill it in. I want to have a personal, um, message to someone versus just, um, (laughs) yeah, <laughs> rah rah potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> potpourri. I do think
0: it gives us an excuse not to have to to grapple with our feelings. Like I, I agree, it's something I've noticed too. I used to write all my own notes to people, and recently I've Ugh, I, I
1: loved me. all of your letters. I still uh, have many of them. Well,
0: the thing is, recently because I of time, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna buy this card. But I'm realizing, like, if I don't personalize it in any way, like, why send That's, it? Why That's does the it type matter? of thing. Right. Yeah, like, just writing love, Stephanie, at the bottom of a card. Like, no one's going to read the message that's Mm -hmm. on the card. I'm sorry if I'm being offensive right now, because I know that those cards, like, are created with time and care, and there's a process for it. There is a meaning and a process
1: for them, but...
0: I do think it gives people a little bit of an out from having to talk about their own feelings sometimes.
1: And getting how they feel across. Sure, you can find the perfect letter that says it, but why can't you say it?
0: Why can't you say it? Yeah. Also, And if you're not going to say it in the most poetic way... Call somebody way, like, up. Stop it.
1: texting them or writing them something.
0: I know. I know. People Humanizing people is like the most important thing that, I mm-hmm. think that we just... We miss when you send someone a card or a text. It's like, okay, but do you really know that person? Like, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on because I am a ranter. I know I am. (laughs) Okay. So how do you feel about how summer treats Tom? Is she the one to blame for falling out of their relationship?
1: Steph, (laughs) I don't like how she treats him. And I know, I know that that's not how I should feel. But I just don't like the way that she doesn't treat him as she should. Mm -hmm. I don't think she communicates herself fully. I think she set the tone of the relationship, but then she never expressed anything else. I also Mm -hmm. don't think she was consistent with, I'm not in this for... Yeah, She said it once, but then throughout she was sending mixed signals. And I think that was what really drove Tom um, into a spiral. He thought that this was growing when it was just becoming stagnant. Um, So is Summer to blame? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I do think Summer's to blame when it comes to... Um, that whole wedding scene. Like, tell him what is going on. Do not act like, oh, hi, Tom. You want to dance, Tom? You want to get drunky, Tom? Like, mm-hmm. don't play that person if you know that that's not where you want to go. Where
0: you're going, yeah.
1: Um, Especially knowing how sensitive Tom was to love in the first place.
0: I think they're both
1: they are both to blame but come on summer i think
0: i think he is more to blame (gasps) that might be a controversial opinion um i think that summer yes she should have communicated things better especially when it came to the wedding especially after he had that fight with her after he got in that fight at the bar um but ultimately tom missed a lot of signals and he didn't take her at her word he, he he heard her say that she wanted something casual, and then he ignored it. Right. That's just not... if it, And if you're going to ignore it, tell her. Tell her, hey, I know that you want something casual, but I'm starting to fall for you. Don't just, like, lash out at her at some point. You know what I mean? Like, he, he could have at any point said to her... I have feelings for you. I can't do this anymore unless you want to continue yeah, as a roommate. I don't
1: Buddhist. think either one of them is a victim. They're just both not good. They're both good. idiots. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I wanted it to work so badly. Like, I know. I watched this and I know it says it's not a love story, but like you just have to have that hope that you yeah, know you something do. is going to turn out. But especially with these two, let's can we take a moment to talk about the casting? These two are phenomenal together. Perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I also love because they just have natural chemistry in general and i think they're mm-hmm. friends in life but um i think it's old Syne or something they sing they sing, it, they sing duets and they're phenomenal so i like both of them they're so
0: cute i know i know i know but I- irl zoe and what's his name joseph, joseph. joe
1: whatever they they're
0: great but that can't that can't infiltrate our opinions of this. <laughs> On Tom Peace. and summer yeah
1: i know but dang it they are both to blame but i think it's summer yeah
0: yeah devin and i are fighting it's (laughs) (laughs) all
1: right next um these two have plenty of cute moments so what are some of your favorites
0: I like when they're in the park and they play that game that I'm not going to say the word that they say out loud oh. really loud. <laughs> That's such a good scene. <laughs> That's my favorite scene. It just shows her like completely dismantling his awkward... Um, insecure walls. It's like my favorite thing ever.
1: Yeah, but I would totally not play that game out in public. Oh, I would. Either. You know, I, I know would, you would. I know ah! you would. I know you would. You are summer, and I would be like, <laughs> Steph, please shut up. Please, please, please stop. Please. please shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Ah,
1: that is a good scene. Oh, What's your man.
0: favorite scene, Devin?
1: I think I already talked about uh, when they're sitting on the park bench and like he's doing the drawing on her arm. I think I love yes, that scene. Yes, that's a great. Um, scene. What are some other favorites? Ah, shoot. Uh, they have so many just fun, goofy moments. I love when they- I
0: like <gasps> when they're at the wedding. Even oh, though I do sad. like I
1: do like the wedding too. I think it's a very cute scene. But I love when they go to the furniture store. Yeah, And they're just walking through, like, the, the different places. The
0: first time, though. Yeah.
1: when they're acting the scenes out. Just yeah. as, as a couple, because that's what... Like, Summer, come on. You're presenting Devin's yourself mad. as a couple. Don't go and do things. And okay. And then have mixed messages. Devin, this what? is an
0: important question, the next one. So I, I want to mm. hear your thoughts. Why is Summer able to get the meant-to-be ending and not Tom? What does this mean to Tom? Should it strengthen his belief in true love or rip it to shreds? <laughs> I don't know. Can you tell Devin was mad when he I wrote was
1: question? mad when I wrote these questions. Dang it. Summer? Ah. I don't know. Why does, she, why does she get the happy ending and the other guy's left there? And then has I to, know.
0: It's because he's naive. He yeah, does, but she didn't want it.
1: My thing is, like, she didn't even want it, and she got it, and I'm mad about it. We that. don't
0: know that she didn't want it. That's, we don't know.
1: She said no, so I'm saying no. I <laughs> that, It bothers me. I, I'm mad that. I know
0: <laughs> it should bother you. It does leave an unsettling feeling in my stomach, too.
1: Yeah, but... I think there is hope in the sense that... And she tells him, like, you should be hopeful because you saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And you helped mm-hmm. me find this thing that I didn't necessarily want right away. Um, and I guess it should sh- strengthen his belief. Hi, Crow. I don't know if you can hear the crow.
0: No. You didn't hear it? though. No. <laughs>
1: it was like... Ka-ka-ing. Anyways, um, <laughs> I think it should strengthen him, but that's only perspective, like thinking After perspectively. he
0: spirals into depression.
1: Right. I think in the moment, it definitely tears him to shreds <laughs> It's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can she be happy and I'm here all alone?
0: The thing is he's not ready. This is a great question. Um the reason he doesn't get it is because he's not ready for it. Like he he's not listening to the girl that he supposedly loves. He doesn't he doesn't know how to read her. He doesn't know yeah. what she's thinking. Like to me that just shows that they weren't in sync and that he was just thinking about it all as like a like a fairy tale when it really wasn't. Right. It was something that he wasn't even recognizing as <sighs> as what it was. So I know it makes you sad, but he didn't get it. It wasn't for him because he wasn't ready. Summer evidently um, wasn't ready at the beginning of their relationship, but then after it, I think that she was more ready for what was to come. Yes,
1: next. I guess. He's mad at me. I, I just whatever. It's well, fine. Devin asked,
0: Ask the question, bud.
1: do we Ask. ship it? Are we both gonna have the same answer? Are we? I think so.
0: What's your answer? No. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: Sorry, <Evan>. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately I, they yeah. just
0: don't they don't work. He misses so many key signs, and she's also just not great to him. Like she doesn't no. care really a lot about him. So I that that's my thing. I can't ship it. Zoe and Joe, so cute. But I Tom and summer, no, no, no.
1: Um, yeah, I agree. I I can't, even though I want to, and I don't know. I don't think they deserve each other. I think they both just. It could have been something if both of their paths aligned at the right moment, but they mm-hmm. didn't. That even though they were parallel. Mm-hmm. That's all they were. They weren't crossing. Um, right? So I think they weren't meeting at the moment where they needed to meet. They were just parallel mm-hmm. with each other throughout the entire time, if that makes I sense. I think you're
0: right. Yeah, um, it does make sense.
1: Where um, you just, ex- you want, it's that love story that you want, and that's going back to that question. It's You want it to happen because that's how it should be. You think that's how it should be, and it doesn't happen, and you just have to accept that. Um, yep. Yeah, but I I can't. They're both not. We very can't health. do it. They're not we healthy to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Devin, You want to take us over to some comments?
1: So oh, show. So those were our thoughts and our ranting.
0: Our Um
1: <laughs> uh, But what are our listeners thoughts. so our first comment is from kaylee kaylee is one half of the book was better podcast so what's up kaylee how we doing hey um and kaylee says stop I love this movie. They are such a great example of how not all relationships are meant to last. And that's okay. It doesn't mean it was bad. They both learn necessary lessons about life and themselves, which allow them to find success in future relationships. Not to mention, Zoe and Joseph have amazing chemistry, so seeing them on screen together is such a treat. I agree with this comment.
0: We agree with you, Kaylee. Um, I
1: think there are some relationships that fall apart and you can't do anything to stop it really, but you have yep. to appreciate what you had in the moment. And uh, that, that's not just like, like romantic relationship. It could be um, any type All of relationship.
0: Relationships. Um,
1: you have to kind of just accept that. Okay. Maybe it's over, but what did I learn from this process? And what have I gained yeah. through this process? Memories, um, good moments in life. Like, those aren't tarnished just because w- you're not friends or you're not together. Like, yep. they are what they are because it mattered to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I love it. Okay. So, our next comment is from Savvy. Savvy says, literally the most amazing movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. We love, I love that. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I kind of agree. It's really, really unique, It is a so. very...
1: I don't know if it was a i'm was it just an indie movie like kind of i don't know if it was like large scale um i don't think so but i really enjoyed it and i agree it is a fun it's it's a fun one um and our last comment is from antoinette antoinette says i hate summer
0: Oh, boy. Here we go. Throwing down.
1: I agree. Okay. Tom was straight up used. Summer reminded me of Annie Hall, Um, (laughs) but like in a bad way and less funny. This was the peak hipster era romance. Also, did Urban Outfitters fund the wardrobe (laughs) department for this film?
0: (laughs) I mean, I love you, Antoinette. That is so funny.
1: (laughs) I agree. I hate Summer as well.
0: Devin's with you. He's on your wavelength. But, um, okay. So- uh, what is this? Oh, no. I don't know what I was saying. I literally thought I copied and pasted from the top. But anyway, <laughs> thank <laughs> you guys crazy. for listening. We love you so much. And if you're enjoying the show or if you have thoughts on how we can improve, please rate and review yes, wherever please. you listen to podcasts. You guys
1: are awesome. Um, and if you want to join the podcast or join an episode, um, join for an episode, duh. Uh, chat with us or send us a message in the comments uh email us at we ship it podcast at gmail.com or follow us on social media we would love to chat with you wherever however you feel comfortable doing so do yep. it we love to hear from you yes, guys
0: indeed we love you all thank you for listening see you next time you were right tom you just weren't right about me Ugh. see you guys
1: bye guys <laughs>